1: What's going on, Bulls Nation? Welcome in to the CHGO Bulls post game show. Coming to you live from our studios here in the West Loop, downtown Chicago. I'm Peck. You can follow me on Twitter at Bulls underscore Peck. Join me with my guy, Big Dave Bow. Bow. BAWL Sports. We are CHGO underscore Bulls, our pound producer is Joey Spathis. is at Joey Spathis. Our guy, Will go Gottlieb, at the United Center for tonight's action. He will check in remote from the UC later on in tonight's post-game show. Mm-hmm. Uh, 106-102 is the final day of the Bulls fall to the Raptors in their penultimate preseason contest. Uh, Billy Donovan Ooh. going with what could very well likely be starting lineup yet again for yeah. the real games that start uh, a week from Wednesday. Yeah. And a deeper... Uh, sample size of that rotation well into the second half of this game and you want to start with positive I want to start somewhere
2: else okay where do you want to start I want to start with Joey okay Uh, what is camp horseshoe Joey
3: that is where I was this summer okay yeah
2: that's what you were repping, Camp Horseshoe. It's yeah. in 1932, is that
3: what that says? Yes, it. it the original Camp Horseshoe, yeah, 1932.
2: Man, y'all been rolling for that long? All
3: right. Uh, it was restarted actually 2004, so our oh, okay. our iteration is a, a bit newer, but yes.
2: Okay, shout out to Camp Horseshoe, man.
3: I knew it was coming to me. I saw you looking over here.
2: Yeah, I, was, I saw the <laughs> shirt. You know what I mean? I was like, oh, okay. It's a nice shirt. Good drive fit. I you know what it was.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shout out to Camp uh, Horseshoe. My number one. Is
1: it weird mm-hmm. that that's a camp that also kind of sounds like a casino? <laughs> is that, are we encouraging children to gamble these days? I mean, I know I encourage our viewing and listening audience to gamble a lot.
2: What are we really doing at this Assuming camp? Assuming they are of age. She <laughs> is walking out seven. <laughs> mm. Come on, mom.
3: We man. do have a. We do have like a casino night. Do you, you cra- have a
2: casino night with the yes, kids? With there the is,
3: children, there is craps. There's, it's, it's a good. It's good fun. Actually, kids how to play craps. It's, wow. it's a high-anticipated night at camp.
2: I, all right, oh. the kids are involved in this. I don't oh know man. what's happening. All right, <laughs> shout out camp Horseshoe. Oh,
1: I want to go to Joey's camp
3: <laughs> even
2: more than I already pretty did. Cool, right? You yeah, I, mean? I don't know what he camp I'm shooting. Uh,
1: now that we've taken care of that, yes. Do you want to start with some positive from this Bulls game tonight, Dave? Let's do that. Let's do this. Uh, positive. Zach Levine mm. looks like Zach Levine. Yeah. Smooth as hell. He's special. Gets to the rim with ease. Led the Bulls with 25 points in this one tonight. Did so efficiently. 3 of 8 from downtown. Scored a lot at and uh, near the rim. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, this is a, I saw a quote from him a few days ago after one of their preseason games against Denver and saying he feels great. He feels like himself. He feels fully in shape and ready. He said, I've been feeling this good and basically, you know, how I've been playing and how I've been feeling since last December. And I was like, oh, hello. That's what I was saying the other day. Thank you. But, um, like, this is this is encouraging if you're Bulls fans who are still wondering, you know – what, what, what Zach Levine are we going to get this year? It looks like we're getting all-star Zach Levine this year.
2: Yeah, no, it looks like we're getting all-NBA Zach Levine this year. hey um, He looked – I was trying to find the right way to say it to you, went over there, but what I was really thinking was he's, make, he's learned how to make the move within the move now. And he makes – like I told you, man, he makes like three moves to go get that layup, and nobody knows what's happening next. Because before it would be a 1-2, and then he'd go up, but now it's a 1-2-3. You know, it's the cross, it's the fake, and then it's to put underneath the bucket for the layup, you know? And it looks so just smooth and easy, you know, just a smooth 20-plus form, And he just looks like the number one guy. I said that after the first game. Mm -hmm. I was like, he just looks like the number one guy. He doesn't look like he's number two at all. He looks like the number one dude. And that's what I wanted to see Zach come out and be. And I think we're, we're seeing it, man. And it looks really good on him, bro. It does.
1: Uh, shout out to uh, OSIS Jr., who said, I've missed these post game shows.
2: We've missed you. Uh, yeah. Welcome back. Yeah.
1: Said, uh, I've seen CHO doing big things this offseason. Thank you. Yeah. We're here. We're always here for you. We Our fellow stuff. Bulls fans.
2: Stuff is done.
1: Uh, Cosmic Keys said, I saw at least eight Tory Craigs out there tonight. Let's talk about that positive. <laughs> yes. Um, Tory Craig. Mm-hmm. Tory Craig and six more Tory Craigs. Um, he played. 26 and a half minutes tonight mm-hmm. didn't shoot the ball particularly uh crazy he scored four points on two of seven mm-hmm. but a little bit of everything else yeah the glass the smart playmaking he had a couple of really nice dishes to the open man tonight that led to good easy buckets and <laughs> I saw our guy markque it was like mm-hmm. one of the first comments while y'all it's were up. in the waiting room before we started saying start Tory Craig don't and sound like uh Mark K. we'll uh we'll hear from from uh will the go Gottlieb and see if Billy Donovan t- spoke about it post game. Mm-hmm. My guess is he did the minutes for starters versus bench people yeah. tonight was supposedly going to be more like a real regular season game. Yeah. And Pat got a quick, quick hook in the first early in the first quarter yes. and then proceeded to play significantly fewer minutes than Torrey Craig. We can get to Pat in a second, Dave, but mm-hmm. keeping the positive train rolling, Let's talk about Tory Craig for a second. What were your thoughts on him tonight?
2: You know, when, just watching him, I, I tweeted out the IQ, the toughness, and the awareness of Tory. Craig is such a luxury to have mm-hmm. uh, on his team. And that's why I love him. I love him coming off the bench. He, he feel, He's just a safety valve to me. Like when something's going wrong, put Tory Craig in, and we got it. It's fine. He's Just the broadness of him, the length of him, and the intensity of him just makes up for the lack of shooting. Uh, that you might get from Tory Craig. He's not hes not going to beat you that way. But he does everything else, like you said, every single thing else. And he's got length. The block man, on the I was dunk say. that he had, oh, my God, that block was vicious, Yo. man. And that was just so attractive. I think we all went crazy when we saw that. But seeing those kind of plays, he'll make those kind of plays, just get you excited for the season. Honestly, it just gets me excited for the season. But he was great. Torrey Craig is, is going to pay dividends. Um, somebody was, I can't remember who was arguing me on Twitter that he's mid, that he's trash, and all these things. And and he said, he's like, just wait. You'll see it. It will happen. I mean, hey, you know, if he turns out to be cool. But as of right now, <laughs> what we're seeing, Torrey Craig looks pretty damn awesome for the Bulls, man. And, and I think he's been a good fit so far.
1: Uh Shout out to Nugsy Bogues in the comments. Oh, that's great amazing. handle, great Shout handle. Out. Shout out who said, uh, "Tory Craig for MVP." <laughs> I love it. Um, let's see. Uh, Alexander mm. saying, "Goon of the night" got mm-hmm. to be a regularity for mm. Tory Craig. Carlton Penn saying, "Start Craig." Mm.
2: Um, flip side, I got more Mac than Craig with music notes around it. I understand what he's saying. I got more like, Mac than Craig and in the bed. Believe me, sweetie, I got enough to feed the needy. I'm with you. Oh, I'm with sure.
1: you, bro. Oh, yeah, that's hard. That's song. <laughs> that song.
2: I get what the kids are putting down. That's Biggie, dog. That's Biggie. Oh, right on. <laughs> 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 Hello, fellow kids. <laughs> how do you do, fellow kids?
1: Um, yeah,
3: that's what the kids were putting on 30 years ago. Yeah, yeah exactly. That's what
2: they're putting down. That's real. No matter when they were putting I, it
1: down, Matt's not gonna. Much, much do it. love and respect for Biggie. I just do not. Shut I'm up. not. I'm not a lyrical. I understand. Expert.
2: I'm with you, bro. This is um, why I'm sitting next to you. I got your back. so I mean, what it
1: sounded like you just still said, Dave. You prefer to have that Tory Craig juice, yeah. as something to bring off the bench. Yeah, I understand where those Bulls fans are coming from who say after another night like tonight, mm-hmm. where Tory shows you those kinds of things and Pat. Doesn't maybe show you as much as you want him to, mm-hmm. are saying, Well, if that guy's better, mm-hmm. then start him and play him more minutes than the guy who's not as good. Mm-hmm. Cause that's what Billy did tonight.
2: He did. And and I talked about that uh with Patrick. I feel like that's the luxury of it now for me. Is that if Patrick, you don't feel like he's got it going, was he one for six to start it? Like he didn't feel like he had it tonight. Well, he'll he'll yank him, you know, and he'll put Torrey Craig in because, you know, he's a blanket. You know, he I mean? like he's a safety valve. I feel more comfortable with that than starting him in the starting five and starting the game out and then kind of filling it out. I don't want a team to get a feel for him. I want him to come in and smash shit. That's what I want. And and that's what he comes in. Like, came in like a wrecking ball. That's how he walked in there. Like, like, that's what I, that's how I like him coming in. I don't want teams out here. In, oh, he's starting that game planning for him. Worrying about him putting him there. No, bring him off the bench. Let him come in and terrorize people. That's the same way you do as Caruso. That's why I like when Caruso comes off the bench. Comes in and he terrorizes people. When he starts, your game plan, it's different. It's a different Caruso that starts. You know what I'm saying? But when it's a Caruso that comes in off the bench, that comes in wrecks complete havoc, it just feels better, and it just feels different. If Torrey Craig comes off the bench and plays all the minutes, great. You know what I'm saying? I'm not mad about any of it. Wonderful. If Patrick ain't doing it that night, Fine. But for me, I like the juice coming off the bench than I do in the starting lineup. That's fair. To each his own. I mean,
1: we'll see. We'll see what Will said. uh, Billy Donovan. You want Torrey in the start? I'm starting to to feel that way. Okay. I'm honestly starting to feel that way. And you know that I'm I'm still a Patrick Williams stockholder. Not giving up that stock. Mm -hmm. Like I gave up Dalen's stock the other night. Yes,
2: you Uh, did. Cashed in. (laughs) Cashed out, I should say. Um, Cashed out.
1: Rolling along with... Positive notes to take away from tonight's game. I do have some eyebrow raising concerns that we can get to later on. Um, <laughs> any of y'all in the likely. comments have concerns as well? Throw those our way. But uh, Vooch, just a 20 and 10, just a 20 and 10 Simple in 27 and, 20, and a half minutes game from Vooch. 8 of 13, very efficient. Mm-hmm. Also, just putting so much work in to keep the ball alive, get the Bulls extra possessions on the offensive glass. He had 10 boards tonight, five and five on mm. either end. Mm. Um, we're, we're still not seeing a lot of, and I saw our guy Mark point this out, I think with a tweet at some point tonight, and I agreed with him. Through this first four preseason games, with all of the talk about, all right, signed Vooch on a new deal to keep him here in, in Chicago, keep this Bulls big three intact. Can we see some adjustments offensively to maybe – Use Vooch a bit more as a facilitator. Get the ball to him and move the ball through him to create better looks offensively. Haven't seen that. It's nice to see a 20-10 game from Vooch, but I'm not seeing the let's play through Vooch more talking point that has been thrown out a lot Mm. thus far in these four preseason games.
2: Yeah, I'll, I'll say this. Um, they definitely made an a effort to go to him early. Mm-hmm. They're definitely were trying to get him the ball inside wherever he wanted it.
1: When he had a mismatch, like yes, these Raptors are long as hell. Mm-hmm. Like who who are some of these extras that they keep adding? <laughs> we were joking about it. You're Like that's another Siakam. That's another uh, you know Scotty Barnes. They have six of each now. Because your team but name
2: is the Raptors. Now, team the Raptors, don't mean you know what they. they you know what they couldn't defend though is Vooch's weight advantage. This is true. Or Drummond's. Yeah. yeah, like they couldn't do anything with it, but Drummond will get it to you later. <laughs> but but Vooch, yeah, they, they went to him early. They went to him often. He touched the ball a lot um early on. And I think he didn't really find where he was comfortable until that third quarter. At least that's what it felt like to me. I mean, he was getting nice little uh pick and go, pick and rolls with Kobe White, all oh, beautiful yeah. bounce passes. Kobe to and Vooch's two man game is oh, progressing nicely. Mm, I'm liking what I'm seeing from that. That looks really nice. But Vooch started getting into it with other guys, you know what I'm saying, in that third quarter. But he was also, like you said, getting those rebounds, getting those putbacks. But he just looked more comfortable to me in that third. Like he kind of found where he needed to be. And maybe it was because DeMar wasn't, you know, on his thing like that in the third. But it became like a Zach and a Vooch uh, kind of situation, which is what it was when Vooch first got here. So I have no problem with that. The fact you give me 20 and 10 in three quarters is freaking awesome and I hope to see more of it, I just want to see more of the comfort of Vooch because he, he's looked uncomfortable to me in these, in these uh, first few preseason game. And, again, it's preseason. I'm not putting too much on it. I'm just talking about what I'm seeing. Yeah. He just looked a little more uncomfortable in those first few and in that first half. But, like I said, it changed in that third quarter, especially after probably he hit that three, which was silky smooth that he hit uh, on that pass from DeMar. Mm-hmm. It kind of flipped for him a little bit, man. But, yeah, I'm, I'm not too concerned about Vooch. I just know he'll find his place, he'll find his rhythm, and when he does, we'll be a better basketball team for it. Uh somebody
1: I saw in the comments mentioned Vooch's uh turnovers. Um the, the Bulls as a team just a did not take care of the ball yeah, tonight. Facts. Um it, like let's let's touch on Kobe as we're talking about the the starting lineup. He had 5 turnovers tonight. Uh he also did have some pretty dimes and just some gorgeous buckets at the rim. I mean, good god the way that we're seeing kobe break down defenses in these preseason games man um it is exciting yes. to see uh, he had one little hezzy move that you that had you shaking your head yeah. and, <laughs> and i was shaking my head too and yeah. the we've always known that uh, you know kobe has that athletic you know extra juice when he wants to punch that um, but it's the finesse the body control That's coupled with his handles and his finishing over the last back half of that this past season coming into this season that just looks so lethal, so sharp and so lethal.
2: Absolutely right, man. You put it perfectly like the way he's going inside. He has a plan now when he goes in there. He knows exactly what he wants to do, especially when he gets the defender on his hip oh, man, he's got you because he can. He has those two options. he can hit that bounce pass to Vooch or he can hit that little floater that he likes now. But the fact that he's added a little fadeaway inside to his game is so attractive. You know, the fact that his layup package is a little better now is awesome, quite awesome, uh, awesome for him. But he just looks like so fluid. Like we talked about Zach and how he looks smooth. It looks smoother for Kobe. It doesn't look as clunky and as, you know, okay, I made a move, now he goes the ball up. You know, like, no, nah, it looks like he's more controlled in his motion and what he's doing out there, man. And and that's what gets you excited. Like, it got you excited, bro, like watching that stuff, bro. Like, I like that.
1: It does. It does. Mm-hmm. Um, we got people in the comments, uh, Markay and DeMond, pointing out that, oh, yeah, like Vooch was eating tonight, the Raptors did not have their Correct. starting Correct. big man, Correct. Yaka Pertl. So, Yaka. yeah, you better. Yeah. Eat up. <laughs> um, okay. Okay. Before we take our first break, and we can kind of bridge the conversation, but I did want to just bring up, we, we saw a lot of nice things. We just spent the first fifty minutes of tonight's game talking about things that we liked. Let's get to it. You know what I didn't like? Uh-oh, it's a lot of things, man. 26 three-point attempts. Didn't like that? Here I am. 26 three-point attempts. There you are. Other than the overtime, and by that I mean double overtime, preseason 200, game. 200 miles an hour. In which, at the end of four quarters, they had 29 three point attempts and then they got past 30 in the mm-hmm. overtime periods. Since the overtime game, in none of these other regulation games have we seen the Bulls eclipse 30 three point attempts. Mm. What have we been talking about all goddamn offseason? What's that? Changing man? this team's shot profile, uh-huh. increasing their three point attempt rate. We are not seeing it, and I am Worried. Anyone else worried out there in Bulls Nation? Care to raise your hands? Care to raise both of them? Here's my two concerned
2: hands. Now wave them in the Where air.
1: Where is the changing of the shot profile? 26 three-point attempts? No. I'm sorry. No. Love love what I'm seeing from Kobe. Zach mm-hmm. looks smooth as hell tonight. Yay. Mm-hmm. Vooch, 20 and 10. Awesome. Yeah. 26 three-point attempts. You need more. F no. Not acceptable. Shoot more threes. Shoot more threes. There's talking about it, and then there's actually effing doing it. And in these four preseason games, it's more of the same crap. And I am worried as hell.
2: <laughs> oh, I love you so. <laughs> it's the best. But you're right to feel this way. You're absolutely right. Like this is all the discussion was. Was three-point shooting. Bring in Javon Carter, getting that three-point shooting up, getting that three-point shooting going. And you didn't see it. You saw, you know, more of revert back to, you know. The normal things that they do, which is actually well, fine. We got this. We're going to score this way. Now, again, maybe I'll put some of it on it being the Raptors' length. But like Matt said, they've only oh <laughs> stop the show. We're done.
1: Let's go. Let's man. get out of here, then. Let's get out of oh, here. What else dude, we got to do? Our we, guy we Lawrence gonna is going to be so pissed. We ain't going to top Lawrence that. Lawrence always tries to get that. He hat does. Off. I took an he
3: extra does. second. I gathered myself. Let's uh-huh.
2: go. You did a Kobe White, sir. Mm. Nice mid-range, too, Joe. For the podcast listeners, listeners,
3: I threw the the hat back on to Matt's head.
2: You get out there and you launch
1: some threes. That's it. (laughs) We need need them from you.
2: Yes. (laughs) Oh, that mid-range was sweet. It was very nice, man. That was so satisfying. That was. That that was very nice. (laughs) That was very nice to see. I need that clipped and put out somewhere. (laughs) Like, yes, Joe, I'm proud of you. Three-point. Yes, three-point shots. More. What he said is correct. Absolutely right. More shots need to go up from three from this team. I don't care who, you know, in the preseason, I really don't care as far as you getting them, you know, and they're the right shots. Take them. You need them. DeMar understands that. I've seen him step up and actually start taking more threes. He steps into them. DeMar was you know?
1: one of three from deep tonight.
2: Dude, we've asked him to step it up. Guess what? DeMar DeRozan is getting like three, three point attempts a game. He's That's a lot for DeMar DeRozan, bro. So he's stepping up and he's taking them. Everybody else that needs to take a little bit more. I need Voosh to get a little bit more. You know, in there, did he only take one? Was that only? A uh, I think hit? Vooch
1: was one of one from okay. downtown tonight. Yep, yeah. That's I need
2: correct. I need a little more from him, man. So, yeah, just more three point attempts from these guys, man. Because you cannot win in these games in the NBA without it. Hence, hello, you see the score yeah. tonight. Uh, you know, the Bulls were scoring in the paint a lot, and, sure. and they were getting good looks in the paint, which is Plus- great. But but for me, it just goes back to the point you just were making. Like, and I can make that excuse as well. I can sit here and say you played a team that you guys, you know, probably just wanted to go inside and exploit because of that size and all those kind of things. But what does that have to do with the last game? You know what I mean? What yeah. does it have to do with only one game? Like you said, over thirty three point shots. Yeah. No, you need more, bro. Like you don't want it to become a pattern, or you are gonna see Matt throwing more hats and. And yelling. You know,
1: other than uh, Gary Trent dangerously looking like he was going to have one of those Jeez. Bulls killer nights in the first when he was knocking down a few threes, the Raptors only finished 9 of 31 themselves, mm-hmm. under 30% on barely 30 attempts. This is not some great three-point shooting team that right. the, the the Raptors are throwing out there. So the Bulls didn't get killed in that category, but you, I mean, shooting... 26 threes. Oh, and then at the free throw line, Uh-oh. another thing that we've talked about being a concern, something the Bulls did not do well last season, not getting mm. in the free throw line. We are talking about it with our guy, uh, Will, in one of our episodes last week. Only Zach and Damar averaged over two
2: free throw attempts yes. per game Correct. of the entire Bulls roster. Correct. Tonight, did you know what the final free throw disparity was, Dave? Uh, at one point, I saw it was 9 of 11. So I'm going to say it stayed there. The Bulls finished <laughs> 9 of 11. There it is.
1: Toronto 29 of 38. 30. Mm-hmm. 38 free throw attempts Damn. to 11 free throw attempts. Damn. And you're only getting 26 threes up? Mm. I I can't stomach both of those things being true.
2: Yeah. That's what people no. losing. Absolutely right. You'll lose the game. And exactly what you saw tonight, you see the score. You're gonna lose the game that when you're playing like that, and you can't get to the line, and you can't get your three-point shots. Yeah, not gonna work, bro. 11? I eleven, I thought honestly, that's why I'm like, I stopped there. I was like, yeah, I saw nine of eleven, I mean, but I don't remember it
1: increasing after before that. Before Demar not drew good. drew a late foul
2: in the second quarter, the Bulls were about to go into halftime with two yeah. free throw attempts. Not good, bro. In half, not good enough. You're gonna have to lean on like I'm gonna need to see Kobe White at the free throw line more because he's the one that's getting to the lane. He's the one penetrating and doing yeah. those things. But certain other guys also. Patrick Williams, obviously, we talk about him all the time yeah. doing that. But more so I'm looking at Kobe about being that guy that can actually get there and get to the line because I feel like they'll call those fouls for him. But And he spends more time in the paint. He might get there. But, yeah, that's that's not going to win you games, bro. That'll keep you battling – for play-in. That's exactly <laughs> what that will do, man. Can't do that, guys. Uh. Uh,
1: Stanislavico said in the modern NBA you need more threes. Yes, in theory, we can keep up with uh, less than 30 threes, but mm-hmm. you have to consistently shoot at a 50% clip Correct. to keep up with the other t-. And that's what we basically saw all of last season yeah. on a lower volume of attempts. It was like, oh, are the Bulls above 40%? Maybe some nights even like 45% from deep? Yeah, Cool, they can get themselves a win. Sure. If the Bulls aren't shooting above 40% on their very low number of attempts, they're coming in, you know, our uh, our guy Will calls it a math problem. Every yeah. night, you're coming in every night down 8 to 12 points. Yes. Even the Bulls front office admitted it. AK said it himself. It's like, mm-hmm. yeah, you, you know, you're coming into every game at that 8 or 10-point disadvantage with that disparity mm-hmm. in the 3-point uh, shooting. I don't, look, it, it, it had to be a combination of addressing the roster and trying to change some things stylistically with what you're doing on offense. Sure. Yes, Torrey Craig and Javon Carter can both knock down threes. So they did address it by adding those guys. But between them being here so far in these preseason games and a lack of generating better, more frequent looks from three mm-hmm. – they have it doesn't appear that they have changed enough and look it's four preseason games so this is a calmed version of me freaking out about this he literally threw a hat <laughs> <laughs> got to be you dave everybody's got to be who they are but it, it is a it is a worrying trend to me for sure, sure. that we are still seeing these 20 something three point attempt games
2: i don't i don't think it's wrong for you to be concerned or worry at all if we can sit here and throw the praise when guys are playing well in the preseason Well, you got to take this shit with you, too, when you're not doing exactly what you said you were going to address. And we haven't seen it be addressed yet. He's absolutely right. That's it. It it has to be addressed, guys. The three-point shots need to be more consistent. And that's what we were saying about Javon Carter and Torrey Craig. Mm -hmm. Yes, they can knock down the threes, but our concern was the attempts. Yeah. Because they weren't coming on a lot of attempts out there from them, man. But that's what we have to see more of. The more attempts you have to take. I, I think immediately just about several plays where I watched them pass out of three-point shots that I thought were open. Torrey Craig did it. I watched Pat do it. I watched Kobe do it. Like They were pass just too much passing, and then one that led to a 24-second shot clock violation where they just could have literally took the three yeah. and had it, but they didn't. But it's that kind of stuff. That's the old bulls. That's the bulls we, we were sitting here watching last year and even the year prior. That shit has to change, man. You have got to take these threes, bro. Or you will not win in this league. Uh, Laura Lou, shout
1: out Laura Lou. Familiar face. Uh, it's always a math problem with this team. Anyone else sick of it? Hello? Yes. Uh, let's take our first Both hands. <laughs> let's take our first break, and then we'll come back and continue bringing out tonight's game against Toronto. More of your thoughts as well. Throw them to us. Also, throw us some likes if you're hanging out with us on YouTube. Appreciate it. Uh, make sure you're, of course, also subscribed to the CSU Sports YouTube channel, which shout out to our Blackhawks crew who were doing post game last night. Yeah. We're on the air as we crossed the 40,000 subscriber threshold. Beautiful. Thank you, everybody who has subscribed. Appreciate that is an job, awesomely man. gigantic number. Colossal. Let's get to 50. Uh, tonight's post game show. Beautiful, Joey. Of CHGO Bulls brought to you by our friends at Circa Sportsbook, who offer tight money line splits and a low hold model for all of you smart and savvy sports gamblers out there. They always strive to have their game lines at minus 110 splits on the circus sports menu, unlike a lot of the other sports books out there who you will usually see throwing minus 115s, minus 120s out there, and you're saying, well, hey, what the heck? Why is this not 110 if this is where the line is? Well, it's because they're trying to shave a little bit more money out of your wallet and into theirs, but... Mm -hmm. Not at Circa. You'll almost always find and absolutely more frequently find those minus 110 lines. Circa also doesn't limit players based on their winnings. Every player has the same limits unlike other books who do limit the more uh, successful winning players. Mm -hmm. We encourage bettors out there to download that Circa app and all of the others. As many as you want. Explore the betting apps and compare the lines and you will see that Circa will give you the better odds more often than not. Plus, they have the most incredible customer service. Real people behind the Circus Sports brand who resolve issues in a timely fashion, unlike other books, who just use those really frustrating and annoying chatbots. I am a human. I would like to speak to another human, right not now, a robot. Today, I am not in a sci-fi movie. Be Bork Boop. <laughs> all aspects of that Circa app are being run by the same team that runs the main Circa Sportsbook at Circa Resort and Casino in Las Vegas and we can vouch for how excellent Ugh. that place is run download the Circus Sports Illinois app at CircaSports.com slash Illinois dash app that's CircaSports.com slash Illinois dash app To sign up today, also be on the lookout for circuit events, watch parties, and tailgates. If you or someone you know may have a problem with gambling, call 1-800-GAMBLER. That's 1-800-426-2537. Text GAMB to 833-234 or visit areyoureallywinning.com.
2: Guys, let me take you back in the day. One of my best friends was bacon. Oh. Used to love some bacon, man. All the smell of it. When mama would cook it up. Just that smell, it hits you right on the nose, man, and carry you like on the cartoon, them two little smoke hands that'll come out and just pick your face up and carry you to the kitchen Mm -hmm. and sit you down Mm -hmm. and put that bacon in front of me It put it on everything. I wish I knew my man Charlie back then, man. I don't, and it makes me sad. But (laughs) guess what? You can be happy and you can enjoy the deliciousness of our guy. Charlie, the bacon guy. He is based out of Woodridge, Illinois, and he makes craft bacon and bacon jams in over 30 different flavors. You heard what I said. 30 different flavors. The bacon and bacon jams are naturally cured. Fancy, preservative, free product. There aren't any ingredients that Charlie can't pronounce himself in the process, unlike most store-bought bacon. That is very important, kids. A lot of bad shit they will put into your bacon nowadays. Mm-mm, not Charlie. Charlie don't roll that way. Charlie said, I got your back. Oh, the bacon and the bacon jams is vacuum sealed, and it freezes great, mad to tell you that. Bacon lasts in a package up to 45 days in the fridge and six months in the freezer. Bacon jam lasts about 60 days in the fridge, or usually about, you know, a day for this guy right here. And up to six months in the freezer. Man, bacon jam sounds crazy, dang. Man, what kind of flavors he got? 30 of them, what kind he got? I'm glad you're asking me these questions. Maple pepper. Jalapeno garlic. Old Bay. Rosemary. Malort. Dang it, they got Malort flavored stuff. You heard what I said. Try it. You gonna like it. Pray for yourself. But, bacon jam flavors, y'all. The original You know, it's basically maple. Bourbon and spicy. Ooh, I love the spicy. The bacon jam goes perfectly on anything. Scrambled eggs, toast, crackers, burgers, grilled cheese, cinnamon rolls, or Charlie's favorite, spoon. Or Matt's favorite, the finger. It all works. And guess what? (laughs) Don't chop your finger. He will deliver it to you. You heard what I said. He will deliver it to you. He'll meet you halfway or he'll even ship it. However you want it is how you're going to get it from our guy, Charlie. He makes the bacon so you can bring it home. You can check him out on Instagram at CharlieTheBaconGuy. Check out the merch. Make sure you grab your, some of that too. Or check him out on Twitter at CZ, as in Zebra, the bacon Guy. Or email him at CharlieTheBaconGuy at gmail.com. Because Guy, he got that fire. Damn,
1: Mmm. bacon I, now? I yeah, really want a bacon right now. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah. Was, that was really mean of you. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, it, it had to be
2: said.
1: You <laughs> got to we be gotta give our guy Charlie his shout out. I mean, I got to right. do what I got to do. Is man, just torture.
2: I got to do what I got to do.
1: It'll be there that for That's you, man. Sure. Charlie got you. You know what doesn't taste nearly as good as Charlie's bacon?
2: Oh, I like where this is going. Just cough drop I'm <laughs> sucking on right now. <laughs> okay, I
1: don't like where this is going. Why don't they make char- bacon flavored cough drops now? they're... Ooh. We gotta hit up our guy Charlie. Be like, mm. you, need, you need to start making cough drops.
2: Dip it in the, ba- in, the in the jail. Mm-hmm. and then you can
1: do it. Like why that. not? Why not, man? Uh, I he- I just heard a little jingle, which I believe means it's time for that man, Joey. Yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. That's why he's the MVP. That's why he's the goat. The goat. <laughs>
1: <laughs> there he is, joining us on the Go Talk Hotline. It's our guy Willie Go Kylie. From the United Center, follow him for all of his Bulls updates, Will underscore Gottlieb. Will, uh, Billy rolls out the starting five again tonight, the presumed opening night starting five. And let's start here. A even quicker hook than usual for Patrick Williams in this one, who then proceeds to play fewer minutes than Torrey Craig. Uh, What did Billy Donovan have to say about that rotation decision after this one?
0: Yeah, I think this is... Maybe not low-key, maybe pretty high-key. The biggest storyline coming out of this game is, you know, uh, one of the reporters, I can't remember who, asked Billy, like, was this a planned thing that you took Patrick out after two and a half minutes into this game? And Billy was like, no. I took him out because he wasn't rebounding. Um, I mean, he obviously wasn't using the same tone. But like he basically said, I wasn't happy with the way that he was getting on the backboard. And I wasn't happy with the way he was slipping out of screens and not setting hard screens. And I wanted to talk to him and I wanted to tell him about it. Um, so you see guys, you see teams stagger their starting rotation. You see teams, you know, the Bulls did it today. They put, uh, Damar in with most of the bench unit and then they flipped it and had Zach in with most of the bench unit. But to bring somebody out that really happens to the game, that was intentional. That was a, not a pre-planned decision. And, uh, that, yeah, that was like the first time I've really heard, um, well, I guess maybe not the first time, but it's another instance of Billy kind of saying I needed to kinda let
2: Pat know what's going on here because what he was doing was not good enough. And I like it. And that's the thing. And that's like I said, when we talked about this before, this is what I like Tory Craig being here for. Is when he's not playing well, you can yank him, put him in there, man. And then, you know, it's like, hey dude, what the hell are you doing out here? Well fine. You come sit next to me. You don't have to do that no more. And I, I liked it. Good decision by Billy. I enjoyed it. Oh uh, I I did want to ask you this though, uh Will. It just feels Different watching Zach Levine. I don't know how it feels to you, but it feels different. Is he, has he spoken about like, is he more healthier? Is he just more in tune? Like, what is it about Zach that, that's a little bit different for you?
0: Let me reply quickly to what you just said about Tori Craig first, because I think that relates well to Patrick, and then I'll answer the Zach question. Um, Tori was applauded by Billy, um, by Patrick, even after we talked to him for his ability to communicate, for his ability to. talk Tori said that like we've heard this before from Adam Amin it's something we've all noticed on our own that the Bulls don't communicate well on the floor they don't talk and Tori Craig has like come here to try to make sure that they're talking they're communicating and that he's getting in guys ears that he's helped lifting them up that he's trying to tell them to be more confident that he's trying to quarterback defense um, I think you know Tori was awesome in his own right uh, was really good attacking the offensive class I tweeted out a couple clips of him getting over screens and just hassling guys when they had the ball yet had those two chase down blocks I and mean, he just had a fantastic game, even though he didn't shoot the ball. Great. Um, so even aside from all that, I thought the, the way that he impacted uh, the collective effort on defense with that he was helping guys like Javon Carter um, get a bunch of steals. Like I just, I thought when he was on the floor, the team looked really good and they closed with him in that uh, to end the second quarter alongside the rest of the starters. So Tori in over Patrick alongside Kobe, Zach, Demar, and Vooch. Um, would not be surprised if that begins to stick. I will say though, in, uh, sort of in defense of Patrick is that he really did turn it around in that fourth quarter. I know the ball didn't go in and there were some not so happy fans in the building. And I've seen a lot on Twitter about people being frustrated with Pat. Um, and it does kind of feel like the tenor is changing a bit. It's kind of crazy because he just had 20, um, last game, but, um, yeah, I just I think his mentality really did turn around in that fourth quarter. He was aggressive going to the basket. He was attacking the glass. He had an offensive tip in, um, got all the way downhill on multiple drives. He wasn't making all of his shots, but he was aggressive. He was decisive, and he was getting all the way to the rim. So I thought that was a really positive sign to end the game for Patrick. But to answer your Zach question, uh, yeah, I mean, he was awesome. He was best player on the floor tonight, uh, 10 of 19 from the field, 25 points. He looked like the Zach that finished up last year. And he said this a couple days ago that, you know, he's not, he wasn't rehabbing this summer. He wasn't trying to get healed up from an injury. He's coming into the season in shape, healthy, and like ready to pick up where he left off. Um, there's not like a great story out of this other than just like Zach is Zach. And that's a really good thing for the Bulls. I would not be surprised if he's the best player on this team this year. I know you can kind of debate it one way or another with DeMar for the last year. Um, last two years, but I mean, Zach just seems like he's in a place where he's really going to command that and just be dominant this year.
1: Seems like Kobe White has locked down the starting point guard job, at least to start the season. Well, uh, he, he did struggle with some turnover problems tonight, but also, you know, alongside those turnovers, showed us some really impressive things, uh, handling the ball, dishing, scoring in the paint, Um he left the game with what looks like a tweaked leg injury of some kind uh, after he landed awkwardly on a drive and kick and then re-entered the game and got like another little run-in after leaving. What were your thoughts on Kobe's game tonight, and is there anything else you can tell us if you heard from him or from Billy about his uh, health-slash-injury status after leaving tonight's game?
0: I think he's fine. Um, you know, I one of the things that I noticed from his game today, obviously the five turnovers, but it just felt like those Raptors guards were really pressuring the ball and making it difficult for him to like get the ball across half court. Um, That's something that he has struggled with in the past is just the handle and being able to like get the offense set. Um, And although he has gotten a lot better and he has, there's still going to be moments where he's not playing his best basketball. So I, I'm not too concerned about this. I think it's a good growing and learning experience to where he's still pre established in the role. He's still doing the things that he needs to do. Some of those were like kind of questionable. Um, I feel like he had one that looked like it would have been a foul, but it kind of went out of bounds. I, I don't know. I, it wasn't great in terms of uh, turnovers, but he has been really solid all preseason. Um, so had four assists, still got into the paint. I think that's really what solidified him for me at least is the ability to get downhill. Um you know, Io I, I thought has been really impressive this year, um, or this preseason so far, just with his handle and being able to kind of snake pick and rolls and get downhill. But I think Kobe just has been really, really impressive in that regard as well. Javon to me is more of a you know, off guard off guard type of player where he's not necessarily, you know, running pick and roll sets. He's more Kind of floating around the perimeter, cutting uh shooting threes, getting into movement, stuff like that, so um it does kind of feel like i o is the backup point guard at this point, um, but I think it's more just the fact that Kobe has been so good and kind of grabbed that role for himself
2: was there anything said about our guy Andre Drummond after the game um we we i, I mean he did it was the Andre Drummond experience. In mid-season form, you know, he put up the numbers, got the rebounds, did those things, but the steal and the breakaway dunk—it was just classic. Uh, was there? Was there anything said about that?
0: No, nothing said about it. But it's preseason for everyone, guys.
1: That, but that's the thing. Drummond totally would do that in a Correct. regular season
2: game. <laughs> Correct. Correct, man. No, I just wanted to know because I'm it, not picking at him. You know, it was,
0: can't really argue with that.
2: Yeah, yeah, not picking at him. It was, just, mean, it was really, just fun to see.
0: Yeah, it's crazy. Like so many of his field goal attempts are like tip-ins and then another one because that didn't go in. So it kind of like brings down his field goal percentage. But he, I thought he was overall really good. Uh, obviously had a couple of plays that were, you know, you'd like to have him back. But 13 rebounds in 20 minutes, uh, four offensive. He had a steal and two blocks. I mean, he definitely had an impact on the game. And I said this in my write up the other night, but it's like he's just, he's kind of a known commodity. And so you don't really like, there's not like any major stories about it. Um, But he's just a solid backup. And I think that's like kind of an underrated thing to have in this league, especially for, you know, a team that has a really good starting center. um, But like he played 82 games last year. There's no guarantee he's going to do that again. So to have somebody who you're confident in that can step in, I I think that's just, that's a good thing. He's going to have moments. That are great. He's going to have moments that aren't, but um, we're talking about a backup center here. And I think he's, he's very good in that role.
1: Uh, last one, Will, and then we will let you go. Uh, Alex Caruso also did not play tonight after taking a rest in the second Nuggets game with the rest of the big three uh, sounded. I, I think you had a tweet about it from Billy's pregame media availability that he picked up some sort of tweaked ankle or something, and that's why he didn't play tonight. What more can you tell us about that? And along those same lines, uh, did, did you glean anything from Billy about whether or not we're going to see certain guys resting in their preseason finale against Minnesota in a couple of nights?
0: Yeah, it sounds like he stepped on someone's foot uh, in practice the other day. I don't know if it was before the last game or after, um, or in between, I should say, this game and the last uh, but Billy made it clear that like the the goal is for him to play on Thursday. And I think he also kind of mentioned that like the the starters are gonna play pretty close to a regular workload. I think they're they're using these last two games to really ramp up into full season uh, shape and minutes and workload. Uh, you know, these guys still have six days off between their next game on Thursday and the and the regular season opener. So there's a lot of time off, but I think they're using this opportunity to like, make sure these guys are in their full rotation. So my guess is that we see, you know, close to 35 minutes from Zach Damar and Vooch and, and hopefully Caruso's in there too. I would imagine that they're going to be pretty careful with Caruso this year in general. So maybe he's not at a full workload, but um, Even aside from the injury, just because I don't think they necessarily need to with Javon and Torrey Craig now coming in. So uh, they'll be careful with with Caruso. Hopefully he plays. We'll keep you updated here, of course, uh, whether we hear at practice tomorrow or pregame on Thursday. But it does not sound like it's super serious.
1: It's good news. It is good encouraging news. news. Will, yeah. thanks for popping in, man. Appreciate the insight and the time. Everybody, make sure you are following our guy, Will the Goat Gally, on Twitter. Will <laughs> underscore Gollib for all of his updates and reports from games, from practices. Uh, and, of course, read everything he writes, allchgo.com. Will, we'll see you soon and talk to you soon, buddy. Have a good night.
0: See you guys. All right.
1: The GOAT. The goat. That's why he's the GOAT
2: to know? I've been told.
1: He is the GOAT. Uh, let's take our second ad break. We'll come back, wrap up with a final more thoughts on tonight's Bulls preseason action against Toronto. Yeah. It's a, a few more of y'all's thoughts out there in Bulls Nation. Hit the thumb if you haven't done so during our first ad break or at all while you've been here. We got 175 or so people watching. Appreciate y'all for hanging out with us late on a weeknight. Thumb it. Hit the thumb. Thumb it up. Hit the thumb. Do it for Wheel. And then listen to Dave's beautiful words.
2: Joey, what time is it?
1: Game time. Who? Mm-hmm.
2: On the, the toes, you on toes, baby. Got to keep him there. He's right there because that's what Joey does. His best work. Game time. You shouldn't have to worry about buying tickets to the next big event. Game time is fast and easy, and it is the only way to buy those tickets for all those sports, music, comedy, and theater near you with killer last minute deals, all in prices, views from your seat. And the best price guarantee game time takes the guesswork out of buying those tickets. As I mentioned, they got the last minute tickets. They got the flash deals. They got zone deals. Easy to find tickets for every kind of event in your area. Views from the seat, which is my favorite thing. I love to see where I'm going to sit and enjoy whatever I'm going to see. And the lowest price guarantee, y'all, event cancellation protection, even job loss protection. They have got your back. Game time has deals on tickets right up to the start of the event. And even an hour after it starts, that is crazy and unreal, but it is true. It is the place to find last-minute seats, find exclusive flash deals, and sponsored deals on tickets for football, basketball, baseball, concerts, comedy, theater, and much, much more. Now, mention the zone deals, guys. Now, the zone deals, you pick the section and game time picks the seats for an average of 18% savings. Ooh. So you can save you some money. You know Game Time not going to pick no trash seat for you. They're going to have you sitting somewhere nice and pretty to enjoy yourself. So take the guesswork out of buying tickets to Game Time. Oh, take the guesswork out of buying tickets with Game Time. That's how it rolls. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use the code CHGO. For twenty dollars off your first purchase, terms apply. Again, create an account, click it, clack, and redeem the code CHGO. Twenty dollars off right there. Download Game Time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. Because Matt pet. what time is it? Game Time.
1: Tonight, CHGO <laughs> Bulls post game. Also brought to you by. Our friends at the Goose Island Beer Ooh, Company. Good friends. This show is supported by Goose Island. We appreciate them for that. Goose Island has been Chicago's beer since 1988. The MJ year, as Dave would say. They've got an incredible beer roster. <laughs> and a great honking horn. <laughs> the 312 <laughs> Wheat Ale. The incredible varietals in the beer hug family. You got the hazy beer hug. You got varietals. the neon beer hug. You got the tropical beer. Hug mm-hmm. It's the Herb Lawrence special. Special. Of course, the Full Pocket Pilsner, one of their newer ones, one of our favorites. And we are just deep into the month of October. Mm-hmm. October 17th. It's spooky season, which means it's Oktoberfest season. Mm-hmm. Check out the Goose Oktoberfest. Grab Ultra Fresh Brewery-exclusive beers at Goose Island's original brew house on Claiborne Avenue Lincoln Park, or from their top tap room on Fulton Street in West Town,
2: or... Or
1: and our CHGO Bears tailgates. Because we got them there. Oh, Big, icy buckets tons, full of them. Tons of them. All Delicious. Right. Come enjoy. Goose Island Beer Company. It's Chicago's beer. That's what it is. All right, y'all. Uh, rolling along. Talking about the Bulls. Preseason loss to Toronto. Um, other players you want to touch on tonight, Dave. Um, didn't really see much of the younger guys Like Dalen and Julian until the fourth quarter, because Billy, like, he was basically going with like an eight, maybe nine man rotation for the first three quarters and change. Um, And anything, you know what? I think people have been talking about this. We didn't see a whole lot from either of them tonight. Dalen played uh, just shy of seven minutes. Mm-hmm. Julian played, yeah, around the same, six and a half. Mm-hmm. I want to see more Julian Phillips in yep. their preseason finale. I know sure. we just heard Will say Billy's maybe going to treat the preseason finale like a regular season game, rotation wise. And if he does, I won't have a problem with that. But I, I am intrigued by Julian Phillips, whereas I am not so intrigued by Dalen
2: Terry anymore. Well, the word is out <laughs> <laughs> on Dalen Terry. Um, but yes, no, you're absolutely right. I want to see. I would love to see more of Julian Phillips because he flashes when you when he walks on the court, especially defensively. Uh, we knew that's where you know his bread and butter would be on the defensive end. But just seeing it like that, and I, uh, guys, I'm trying to remember who was the color commentator tonight. Did an awesome job. With guy. Thank
1: you, Robbie Hummel. Nice, awesome nice to see our guy Adam Amin back in the chair as well. Yes,
2: nice job with our guy Adam Amin, man. And he he was making the great point when when Julian Phillips made the play to go to the bucket with no hesitation, just went up strong with it. He made the point. He said, man, as soon as that kid gets in the weight room, gets a little on him, watch out, because that's going to be a problem. That's going to be a finish and one, you know what I mean, when when he goes in to score. So he understands the game, and he makes the right moves. His body just won't allow him to do certain things yet because he doesn't have the strength. But as far as defense is concerned, she he's a problem, bro. Like, he is an absolute issue. He is – in your jersey constantly, and he's athletic as well and super long. So it's fun to watch him out there, you know, doing what he's supposed to do. One guy I haven't seen in the preseason, I'm, I shouldn't say I'm surprised, I just wanted to see more, was I got Justin Lewis. I, I, I wanted to see a little more of him, you know what I mean? Because he hasn't had the opportunities yeah. because of the injuries. This is the first time he's really been healthy. Saw
1: him in the second game against the Nuggets yeah. when Billy of the big three. That was yeah. it. But but that's pretty much been but, it.
2: Yeah, it's been it for him, man. So I'm I'm interested to see, you know, how they're going to move. Him. I'm sure it's going to be some G League time for him for sure. Yeah. But I just wanted to see him out there on the floor and get the stuff he should have got <laughs> a year ago. You know what I mean? So I just want to see those opportunities for him. Uh, on his team but no overall i have no problem with what billy uh wants to do as far as in this preseason if he wants to play all the start i mean yeah. have at it man like everything still needs work like you heard you saw he just complained about the three-point shooting and the free throws yeah. every a lot of stuff still needs work
1: uh laura Lou wondering where uh batim and Sonogo are i mean we might not see them might not see them bro uh other than when they go and get some run with the Windy City Bulls. You might see uh, Sinogo. Like, uh, but I don't know about like the Phillips. Um, speaking of which, though, interesting little tidbit uh, that happened, I think, between doing our show yesterday yes. and today. Yes. Bulls added Derek Favors. Hooray! Derek Favors? Derek Favors. That Derek Favors? Four years ago, I would that have been That man is so 46 excited. years old. <laughs> and they're like, oh, yeah, we're going to throw him on the Windy City Bulls. He's got
2: a family. Poor
1: Kay. Look, man. <laughs>
2: Quando. Quando. Que pasa? Derek Favors?
1: I just saw somebody mentioning him in the comments. This is yeah. what reminded me. Uh, yeah, Derek Favors, Winnie City Bulls assassin <laughs> incoming. I was joking with you tonight while we were sitting here watching this game. Like, Remember when Bulls fans were the obsessed with the idea of adding Derek Favors? Do I remember? My five goodness. years
2: ago. Oh, my goodness, man. Going insane. Finally got him. Finally got him, you guys. guys he's here. He's here. I don't know how he's pulling up, but he's here. All right. He's on the team. And yeah, shout out Derek Favors. Such hilarious D Wade vibes. <laughs> we finally got Derek Favors, you guys. The difference is he'll be G League in it. <laughs> <laughs> That's the difference on that. He will be in that G League, man. So, should be interesting. Also, shout out. They got uh, Khalil Whitney uh, out of Chicago. Shout out to mm-hmm. him, man. Local product. They signed him as well. So, welcome home, sir. So yeah, sign those two players um, within the gap. Yeah, that we've
1: been off this thing. Uh, I saw uh, our guy Demond mentioning the Dalen Terry fast break and finishing skills. Uh, I I made a joke about that because oh. <laughs> <laughs> we had a bit of a disagreement about us. Yeah,
2: w- w- me and you disagreeing <laughs> in what? our show. I think oh, it was wow. our
1: Sunday night show uh-huh. uh, about Dalen and his ability to finish in transition. You were for it. I I'm was arguing it. against it. He was, and he, uh, and he got blocked. He, he gave he gave me a point on my on my side of that debate hey, tonight. He got blocked. It, sure t- it
2: happens did. in the NBA.
1: Oh my goodness! Stuff <laughs> Stanislavico said, "Could Dalen be this year's Marco?" Do you mean the guy who never plays? Never plays. Dalen was also that guy last year.
2: <laughs> well, he got a little tick. He would come in those three minutes and get that. Marco yeah. didn't even get that. Oh my God. <laughs> he couldn't get anything, bro. Oh
1: my God. Oh uh, my Joe, I think, do we have a super chat that we need to get to? I think I saw a super chat rolling earlier that we haven't discussed yet. Uh, shout out to Derek, hey, who threw a super chat up, man? saying, Hey, appreciate the shout out on the last one, Matt. Always down. Oh, it's you, Derek. Yeah. Hey, buddy. Yeah. Always down to talk aggressively about the Bulls. Just left the game. Keep thriving, y'all. Appreciate it, man.
2: Appreciate it, bro. I
1: uh, hope you guys had a great. Time at the game tonight, despite the outcome. Mm-hmm. Just, there was some entertaining plays to be seen tonight. Oh, uh, but yeah, Derek and uh, and his girl Amber were out at the Melissa and Romina watch party on Sunday.
2: Y'all yeah, gonna be saying, "I love the talking aggressively about this." what we were the doing. Bulls. No um, other way. That's what it's gonna be.
1: Speaking speaking of Bulls fans who show up and show out all the time. I believe a happy birthday is necessary to our guy. The one and only. Salim! Dream! Salim the Dream from Bulls Bulls Gold, our guy. I believe it's the big 4-0. And I'm not blowing his cover because he shared that information himself. He did. Voluntarily. Shout out to him. Congrats on the milestone birthday, Salim. I'm sorry. I uh, I was supposed to do... uh, an episode of Bullsville with them last night, but I was feeling like death. If you heard me I, <laughs> on our podcast I yesterday. You recall this, yes. Uh, was blowing my nose every 30 seconds. Yes. I would not have been good. Um, That's what the horn was for. But, uh, yeah, uh, happy birthday to Salim, a guy who's always been showing that love to Bulls fans yeah, and, and to us and our, awesome our Bulls content.
2: Man. From the day, I, the day I met him, he's just been an awesome individual. So. Good People. Shout out to him, man. Always fun to argue with. I love mess picking with him about Jimmy Butler. You can't say anything about Jimmy I mean, Butler around, he around Dream, bro.
1: Is one of those Jimmy stands? Oh
2: my goodness. It's, it's, it's ridiculous. Why is
1: it that we are surrounded by Jimmy stands?
2: <laughs> so we got true. Salim, yeah. we got
1: Will the Goat, yep. we got Mark, okay, yep. we got our producer Steven. Yep. Oh, Steven. There's just so many.
2: Yeah. I mean and You and I over here.
1: It's like, <laughs> <laughs> okay (laughs) looks looks great in those media day photos just just fantastic
2: oh man (laughs) fallout
1: jimmy oh my goodness
2: oh my gosh man um
1: all right so before we get out of here dave (laughs) what do you want to see in the final preseason game if billy is treating it like a dress rehearsal obviously the first thing you want to see is a w
2: yeah well that's one
1: how do you want to see that w come true uh, stylistically, Ooh. who's leading the charge, who's mm-hmm. doing what, who's playing how many minutes. What mm-hmm. do you want to see in that preseason finale that you haven't seen yet?
2: Ooh, that I haven't seen yet. Now, that's a different kind of thing right there. Uh, what I haven't seen yet is them shoot about 35 threes. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't seen that. I haven't seen them get to, to the line a lot, you know, so I'd like to see those two things occur. Um, I, As far as what I have, I just want to see a continuation of what Kobe White has been doing. Um Outside of Zach, he's been the best player, you know, for them in the preseason. He really has. He's done every single thing, even the rebounding, even the defense, you know, getting out in transition, uh, the pull-ups, the the layups, man, the crossovers, the pass. Like he's just done it all at that point guard position. I would love to see that continue for him. Uh, I would love to see more of Javon Carter as well. I just, I really enjoy. He always makes one play. That's just like, yes, whether it's offensively or defensively. Like, the the play in this game was when he trapped the guy on the baseline and got that steal, and then it bounced off of his leg and turned it over to the Chicago Bulls. That's that kind of goon of the night stuff. That's the media that came in my head was goon of the night. He's going to rack those up if he keeps that up, man. So those are the things I like to see. I don't want to see Alex Caruso. <laughs> I don't want to see him. I, I just don't. Like, I don't want to see him, bro. Like, I want him rap. to be okay. I want him to be okay. Just – Chill out. Continue wearing those that amazing coat I saw you in tonight, that sweater. Just look like fresh sheep's wool on your back, sir. That thing looked super comfortable. Do that. Mm-hmm. Show that to me, and I'll be happy. Maybe a Derek favorite sighting. I'll just play it. I'll just play
1: <laughs> I dig it.
2: You know what I want to see?
1: Another quality night from Io to Sumu, mm. because I liked what we saw from Io tonight. He yeah. had a, a few turnovers. The, the entire Bulls team decided coming into this one, hey, let's turn the ball over a bunch. Uh, so <laughs> not to single him out, there. We already talked about Kobe's turnovers. Vooch yeah. had some. Zach had a couple. Like, um, but other than the turnovers, I thought Io played a smart game tonight. He I play, I thought he played a um, activated, engaged game tonight. I liked some of the drives he made. That confident. Pull-up three he took and knocked down. Pull-up. I was saying to you guys recently uh, on an episode, you know, when we're talking about how are people going to earn minutes in village rotation with all the guys that they have. Yeah. And me saying, I don't know if Io can get regular minutes unless he can prove... He can knock down the three. Right. It's not the most important element of what Io can provide. Right. And we know what he provides on the defensive end and what he can do offensively. Right. But we know that he struggled with that three ball last season. He did. Seeing him pull up confidently with that transition three tonight, I was like, yes. Yeah. Yes, Io. To track Shoot that confidently, knock it down. I loved it. You I want to see more of
2: it. No, I like more was the, was the mid-range shot that he took. I think yeah. I like that a little bit more. The baseline one, yeah, yeah. It, it was like in rhythm. Yes, it was I'm, nice. It looked, it looked very attractive, real smooth, very attractive. I like that one, man. That was nice.
1: And I think it was. It w- he was making up for. Was that making up for the Drummond uh, blocked dunk attempt? Oh yeah. What is it? Wasn't that the? Because then there was a scramble for the loose yes. ball, and then the Bulls got a fresh clock. Yeah. And then the the twelve second shot clock ended with Io knocking down that baseline mid range jumper. <laughs> yes.
2: Oh my God. Yes. Absolutely right.
1: I'm gonna watch that play on loop like at least twenty times tonight.
2: Shout out to Laura Lou and Laura Lou. Shout out to you for this. This is the this is pet peeve time for Dave. Pet peeve. Shout out to Laura Lou for spelling attackery correctly. <laughs> it's no e in attackery. There's an a a r y. It's a r y like Zach Zachary Attackery. A re a re. Come on with it. Shout out Laura Lou. Well, that's a <laughs> that's a guy too. <laughs> so she understands.
1: Yeah, I shout mean out. that's uh, if I recall, Laura Lou. Big fan of Zach Levine.
2: I've, I've been told. I've been told. I mean, I don't know who that is in her in her picture. Right. You know what I'm saying on there. You know what I mean? Some guy in a hat. Oh, oh, that's Zach Levine. Oh, is that who I, that is? Just oh, okay. Is that, that who that is? Oh, yeah. I, I couldn't notice that from here. But I could not know that's that. But, I you mean, know, I've heard she's a big fan.
1: You, you come, Romina. You best not miss <laughs> holding the title for <laughs> big, biggest Zach Levine fan. That is a fact. shout out, our girl Romina. Oh, love um, you, Romina. Before we get out of here, one more shout out to our friends at Circle K. Mm. If you haven't downloaded the Circle K app yet, what are you waiting for? Because you can get perks and you can get savings by joining the Circle K Inner Circle. It's free to download the app and become a member of that Inner Circle. Guess, get this. The first five fill-ups after okay. you download that free Circle K app. Talk to me. 25 cents off per gallon.
2: Shut your face.
1: Yeah. Oh, my your God. Your car holds a lot of gallons. You hit this, Joey? You fill them up. 25 cents off of every single gallon. Oh my God. That is insane savings. The it first is. five fill-ups. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, you pop in the store after you do your gas pumping, or before, however you do it, and every sixth item you get at the checkout counter, whether What'd it be their fresh coffee, their uh-huh. delicious fountain drinks, uh-huh. their ready-to-go slices of pizza, the their bevies snacks. The bevvies, you called it. The bevvies. Every sixth one, with that Circle K app, free. What? Free of charge. Shut up. That's a free snack. What? Or a free bevy. Come on. And $0.25 cents off a gallon on five Phillips. There's more? That's like basically free rent at this point. Like, what what, what more do you want? Put me in the Inner Circle. It's a free app. Go download it. Become a member of the Circle K Inner Circle We in today. there. Let's go, Joey. Let's go. Uh, thank you all for tuning in. Hit that thumb up on your way out if you haven't done so yet. We appreciate it. Make sure you subscribe. Wait,
3: wait. I got something. What do you oh, got, Joe? Just real quick. Can't force to um, represent. Yeah, so I might I want to solicit the help for you from the chat. Um, we were talking earlier about the hat throws. Uh, my goal was to have a hat throw counter this season. Sure. Logistically, I'm not sure. I think I think what I have to do logistically is just do the daily hat throw counter. So okay. keep a keep a tab on, you know, how many throws there are per episode. Okay. And so either I will do it unless there's somebody in the chat that will you know is committed to watching every show mm-hmm. that is going to take notes. And tally up every hat throw at the end of this at the end of the season. And if you miss a day, that's fine. You just have to let me know so I can <laughs> so that I can keep track of it. Or or we could have I, the assistant, you know, somebody else, the backup sub in. Maybe I we mean, could have a rotation of it. But we got to know that everything's covered. And so if there's anybody in the chat that's interested in, in helping me with this, I would appreciate it. Oh,
2: man.
1: You're really fishing for a hat throwing counter <laughs> intern, intern, right? Yes, now? that's exactly what he's doing. Not an intern. Why, why, why can we not just open up a spreadsheet or even just a doc and just. Count them, and we then can adjust we can. that count after every post game. Of course,
3: show. we yeah. can do that. But I'm trying to get people involved here in the community.
2: Well, you make that sound like an actual assignment. Yeah, no, it was
3: a volunteer job.
2: No, but it sounded like just I. Real I real mean, real. I <laughs> would. I would. Do All it right, myself, that's fine. I'll like do
3: it. I'll do it myself. I'll do it myself.
2: <laughs>
1: I, I can't be in charge of counting because then I would be aware of what the numbers were, and I feel like I would start to.
2: That's true. He I don't want to be point shaving with my hat. <laughs> <throat> <laughs> yeah, no, that's not right. That's not right. <laughs> Over-unders, on <laughs> you're right. You're right. That is, at, wow. I, I will the keep the track of Goon of
3: the Knights as well. Yeah. We will keep track of Goon of the Knights. That's a good idea. will definitely keep track of Goon of the Knights, yes. We'll keep track of the hat throws. I think what we should do is maybe set an over-under on the season
1: hat throws.
2: As Austin Jr. said, it takes a village to count the hat throws. <laughs> it does.
1: Should the over-under be just set at, what, 82 and a half because there are 82 games? <laughs> <laughs> Or is it more complex than that? I think it's a little more complex. I think it's more complex than that. it's a little, little more complex than that. Uh, we'll get out of here. We are back tomorrow, 4 p.m. Central Time, for a fresh episode. Tune in then. Until fresh. then, you can follow Dave on Twitter at BOWBWL Bow. Sports. on Bulls underscore Peck. Our pal and producer, Mr. Horseshoe. Hey. <laughs> Just Joey Horseshoe. He's at gambling. Joey's path is <laughs> We are CHO underscore Bulls on Twitter. Appreciate y'all for tuning in. Always, Bulls Nation. Much love. Have a good night. We'll talk to you tomorrow. See you.
2: Guys,
0: be good. Of y'all. Peace. <laughs> we all